Welcome to Holly's Hot Wife Life, a fabulously fun place to chat about all things lifestyle. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. If you are not mature enough to be in this audience, please pass this link along to a friend, coworker, or neighbor who is. That ought to be interesting. And on that note, this podcast is intended solely for entertainment. Although I can appear to be the consummate professional, I am by no means a doctor, and heaven help you if you take my musings as such. Now that those pleasantries are out of the way, let's play. Hey there, friends. Did you miss me? I missed you. It has been crazy in our world, and I was really hoping to at least get some little snippets every few weeks, but it's been a little while, so I'll keep that as a goal and maybe get there eventually. In the meantime, I am playing the full-on sports mom, and can I tell you, I don't know how people do that. It's ridiculous. We have one child in competitive sports and another one that's heading into whatever activities, and it's just insanity. Any of you who's been there or are there or going there, I empathize. And as I say I, it makes me think of kind of a side note, how unusual. As you hear me more, you're going to realize that I am the queen of tangents. As I speak in this podcast, I will often say my this, what I want, um, so many things in first person. So I want to clarify something because it's kind of near and dear to my heart recently that this is a game that my husband and I play together, or I would even go so far as to say that it's his game and I just enjoy playing it. And if you hear me refer to my profile or what I want, please understand that I've had a healthy sex life for many moons with my husband. And this is kind of like, what a nice, uh, what do we call it? Marital aid. So it's like saying that, you know, this purple bumpy vibrator is fabulous and I really enjoy it. But if my husband said, hmm. I'm just not into the shape of those. I would easily toss that out and either get a new one or just decide that vibrators are no longer important to me because I have a healthy sex life. So in parallel, if I ever get too close to a friend or they get too close to me and my husband, who has come close a few times, says, I'm not cool with this. I have the utmost respect for him. And I have the utmost respect for this marital aid that we play and would, with surgical precision, turn this off. So, long story short, when I refer to something in first person, don't be mistaken, this is a fun two-person party. With that said, I have had some fabulous emails recently. Thank you all who have reached out, said hi, gave me some encouragement. It's so nice to hear from you, hear things that you would like or hear, see from, see from you. Anyway, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's so nice to see emails and see your thoughts and your suggestions and things that you'd like to hear more about. And so without further ado, I kind of gave you a little bit of a background in my first episode. Let's talk about getting there today, this week this month, hopefully this week, right? 
I think there's a lot that goes into getting a healthy start in the lifestyle. I think everybody operates in different ways. I know for us, there were a actually take back for us we didn't know that there were very many options so we know now that there are things like hotel takeovers and there are um, parties of different sorts whether they're a club party or a house party we know that there are a wide variety of websites whether it's things as um, let's call it vanilla as craigslist something that's used across the board for all kinds of things but may or may not be appropriate for this um, to sites like Adult Friend Finder and you get into the Cassidy's and the Lifestyle Lounges and the Swing Lifestyles and all of the above, all these different options that are out there. And my suggestion there would just to do a little bit of research and pick one to start with. Most of them give you a free option to start. You can see how that works for you. See if you like the interface that's available, if it's functional. I know some are more like a Facebook type style and some are more like a messaging type app and you know there's a lot of different styles so pick one see how you like it and go from there in our case we kind of cruised along and picked which one we wanted to start with and I would say once you have gotten to that point it's very important to define your expectations and I say that and I, I just love that phrase define your expectations because I spend money for a living like I'm good at it people pay me to spend money and what I have learned that makes me very successful in that arena beyond the fact that I love people and so I'm as open and friendly as I am in the lifestyle in my day-to-day -day world and I want everyone to succeed and I'm a true believer in win-win in the lifestyle in the real world real world uh, default vanilla whatever you want to call it so I say define your expectations because that puts everybody in an even playing field and I'll kind of go into that a little bit and I'll tell you why so we picked the site that we wanted to use and we went into there and you will hear me say that what I am looking for is constantly evolving my husband is probably still looking for the ideal end goals of things he was looking for and also evolving in what's of interest to him. But there are still some kind of core items or base expectations or whatever that you may have. So in our case, there's probably just a few that are almost on the verge of non-negotiable. I like people, I like men to be taller than me and truly significantly taller than me because I feel sexiest and therefore I'm most active and I play the part best if I feel petite. For me, and I, I know that's true of some other women too, that we would feel awful to say that to a person, but the beauty of a passive thing like a website is that we can say this is a non-negotiable or this is important to us and, and it's because we want to play and if you want to have a fun experience with us then we need to kind of be on that level playing field and understand that now i'll tell you there have certainly been exceptions for me i what is it there's a term and it'll come to me either at the end of this podcast or at 3 a.m in the morning or something but i am certainly 
turned on by humans. So I have played with men that were outside of my range. I can tell you there is a DILF that is great fun and a great adventure um, that I absolutely adore playing with. So those are not hard and fast rules, but they certainly make my life easier. And I'll kind of circle back around to that too. Another one for us is that you have to have pictures of visible. A picture, at least a picture. And I don't care if it's a dick pic or a face pic or an ab pic. You just need to have a picture. And part of that is because it says in my profile that there has to be a picture. So that tells me that you actually read my profile and didn't just go, oh, look, there's some hot boobs. Let's respond to this person. There's a lot of hot boobs. Come on now. So that is another thing that's just about non-negotiable. Now, as we talk about the evolution, I also require that you're not camera shy. And that's not because I'm a porn star and it's not because I want to share my stuff with everybody in the world. It's because there's a transparency factor. And in the event that I play without my husband, that needs to be available to kind of bring him into the party. That was not something that was originally non-negotiable. And there's a story behind that. But I'll finish my initial thought on the setup of your profile and why all these things lead back to defining your expectations. Now, notice that I didn't say I'm into X, Y, and Z, because honestly, what I'm into changes with the weather. I am a true female. Sometimes I want to be tied up. Sometimes I want a bubble bath. There's no telling from day to day. You know, sometimes I'm feeling more adventurous. Sometimes I'm feeling more vanilla. Who knows what you're going to get. But by saying things as simple as I have this height requirement, or I have this requirement as far as a picture, or that you're, you have to be camera, not camera shy, it makes it really easy for us to simply weed out people, not feel bad if we don't respond. There's a total feast or famine, and I'm sure it happens with everybody, where you may get tons and tons of people responding to you, and you may get no one. But when you've got a lot of people responding to you, if half of them don't even meet those core requirements, I have a really hard time feeling as if I have a fair and friendly thanks but no thanks. And even then, just as I said, there's a high requirement, but I might change my mind. I mean, maybe it's a good looking guy and he's shorter than me. Maybe I've got a lot of people to choose from right now. And I don't want to tell that guy you're totally out of the pool, but he's not at the top of my list right now. In that case, I can kind of keep him in there. But on the other side, if there's a whole bunch of people in my inbox and there's half of them that just don't float my boat, if they don't meet those core requirements, I don't even feel bad just round filing them. I, I try to be polite and respond to as many people as possible. And that makes my life a lot easier that I've defined those expectations. So if you don't meet those requirements, I don't feel bad about just moving on and not taking as much time and putting as much effort into you because you didn't meet the requirements. My point being, defining my expectations makes my life easier. From there, we can talk about some entertaining things that are related to that. 
I said, you can't be camera shy. And that wasn't something that was of importance to us in the beginning, because of course, in the beginning, my requirements were that we played together and my husband was an active participant. And this was all very important to me. I wanted, I needed to feel comfortable that he was comfortable. And the way I could tell that was by physical touch as well as body language and, you know, the emotional connection we have. As we've moved on, video is a totally functional way for us to reconnect um, or connect or however you want to look at it, whatever. Video is important to us. I met with a gentleman who was intriguing and intelligent and attractive, and I would have thought he would be a great fun play date, but he was definitely very uncomfortable with the concept of photography or video. And, you know, I totally understand that my video library is becoming quite extensive, but I don't even share my videos with the people that are involved. I I'm super hypersensitive about that. Um, hard to tell since I'm having a public podcast, but yeah, it's a touchy subject for me. So I, I totally understand if people are uncomfortable about video. Now, this gentleman has the supreme distinction of being the person that caused this to become a non-negotiable rule for me because he had asked if he could do the video that way his face would not be in it. And I really at that time didn't have an issue with that and thought, well, I've never tried it. Why not? You know, most of my friends in the past were comfortable enough especially knowing either had once they'd met me and feeling comfortable that I wasn't in the business of sharing or selling my videos and, or they were exhibitionists themselves for whatever reason, I, I hadn't really run into the issue. So yes, this gentleman, well, let's give him a fun name. We'll call him Stefan because he definitely was a, a European type gentleman. And so Stefan, we said, sure, have fun. You can be in charge of the camera went up to the hotel room and I can tell you just getting clothes off was a little bit of a challenge because you know, he's trying to take his clothes off or my clothes off or whatever. His hands are in the way with one hand on a camera and trying to utilize the one left because he only has two hands. Right, right, right. And that was awkward to start with. And I guess, you know, it's not unusual that you start off your sexual activity with someone going down on someone. So when I went to go down and give him a blowjob, I've got a camera in my face. I am not an exhibitionist. I happen to like sex a lot, but I'm not an exhibitionist. I I just, yeah. If people want to watch me at the club, whatever. But as soon as I can hear people and they're interrupting my train of thought, it sucks. Likewise, if you were holding a camera in my face while I'm trying to give you a blowjob, it's a little uncomfortable. But we got past that. And then you can just imagine how easy it is to have sex. And in this case, started out missionary. Like, it was not a comfortable thing for a gentleman to be trying to have missionary sex with you while holding a camera. This is not the way to be fucked. Let me just tell you. So although the adventure was not awful, you know, it wasn't like it was bad sex. It wasn't as if he was unattractive to me mentally or physically. It was just that it was such an intrusion to have someone hold a camera that I will tell you from then on. And now 
this is a non-negotiable factor. I have now met people that I thought were incredibly attractive that I would have loved to play with, but if you are even vaguely uncomfortable with a camera or video, I am going to kindly and gently tell you that I would rather that we both pass so that we're both happier in the end. And that's the tangent on defining your expectations. Um, from there, I think you would simply start going through who's responded to you and picking your victims. Now, I, again, am quite private, believe it or not. Yes, truly, I'm quite private. So I utilize messaging service. I think there are probably maybe three friends that have my actual cell phone. And even of those three, I don't think any of them ever used it. Maybe once or twice. It's pretty rare. Usually keep with the messaging apps. My husband is a little more open with that, but he's in a different position, of course. So more power to him if he wants to text. I happen to use Kick. And I do recommend, at least when you start, that you use a messaging app. I also um, very rarely give out my real name. You will probably see me referred to as the wife if you were communicating with me well into at least when you meet me. Uh, I will usually give you my actual name when you meet me and you will probably see a picture of me by then um, <laughs> on the subject of funny interactions. I usually will, you know, literally like the day we're going to meet, I will tell you my name. You have probably seen a picture of me before then because, you know, there's more than just my boobs that may or may not be of interest. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe boobs are the only thing that you care about. But I will have somewhere in there given you enough information that you can meet me in person. And the reason I giggle is I did have a gentleman that I think I've said this before, but as we're going along this whole process of how you get to find victims, I create a profile. My profile is in existence. Weed through that to people who have met the expectations. Maybe chit-chat a little bit, but I'm not a big chit-chatter because if it's in one of those feast times, there's not a lot of time. I would rather work towards weeding out. And I I love people enough that I could waste a lot of time chit-chatting with people that I don't actually intend to play with. So I go from that weeding out, picking out a select few, and then I usually meet preferably for like a midday coffee because I like something that's a little more vanilla. It's a little, it makes it so there's no expectation at the time as a general rule. So I just prefer to do that, which leads back into, I'm usually pretty obvious, I guess. And I can say there are more than I can count on my hands and my feet that I have met for coffee based upon the exact same profile, profile pictures, and I will go to meet them and somehow they manage to know how I am and I somehow manage to know who they are and we sit down and have nice little conversations. I did recently go into the coffee shop and the gentleman I was meeting happened to be particularly tall. The funny things you notice, he was nicely dressed right down to his shoes, which happened to have Velcro on them. And I think If you had the right outfit, you could have pulled that off. But in this case, it it just was eye-catching, we'll say. And probably gave me a feel right off the bat 
about how this meeting was going to go. But I have a tendency to order my drinks online so that they're waiting for me when I get there because I'm always running late. So I might as well at least have my drink ready so that I can sit and chit chat. I walked up to this gentleman and said, hey, you getting a drink? And he said, yeah. And he looked a little bit off, but he said, yeah. And I said, okay, cool. Mine's right here. I'm going to get mine and sit down. And he said, okay. I was like, cool. So I went over and sat down. There are probably another six or eight people here. They're all already combined in groups of two or more. The gentleman gets his drink and he walks over kind of by the, the door of the coffee shop. And I look up and I see him and I look down at my phone and then I look up again and he's gone. I was like, oh my, I think this gentleman just left. Maybe he had an emergency. I don't know, whatever. So I hung out for another 10, 15 minutes and then I was like, oh, well, who knows what happened? I'm going to think on the bright side, maybe he had an emergency. But no, half an hour later, I got a, a kind of nasty message that was like along the lines of, well, I think it would have been polite if you at least let me know if you weren't going to show up. It's like, wow, that was abrupt. And so I thought on that for a little while and I responded back a little bit more abrupt and then he responded back and then I decided it wasn't worth escalating and he is no longer meeting the expectations and moved on. Boring. Yeah. So, um, define your expectations. And if you think that you're going to have a challenge knowing who someone is or use that excuse, or if you're just going to get cold feet and disappear, try to be polite about that, which does lead to other funny conversations now. And I would put these this is probably, I think I've had three awkward meetings. One of them would be what I touched on in the initial episode, which was my very first meeting where the gentleman didn't show up, which does go into additionally fun stories. We'll go there later because I'm already off on tangents to start. But another gentleman who said that he looked like a younger version of a famous movie star and Let's call him Donald, because that makes me laugh thinking of the movie star he talks about. So Donald, Donald um, was intelligent and fun in the brief chit chat online. And then I decided to catch him for a coffee in while well, one of my children was at a sporting event. So I was drop the kid off, go over and we'll see what this guy's like. And Donald came in and he did not look like the younger version of the famous movie star Donald. He looked more like, yeah, it was just kind of awkward. And I can say that awkward is oftentimes endearing to me. However, speaking to him was a bit like speaking to a brick wall. And as you may have noticed, I could actually carry on a conversation with a brick wall. And even this was a little bit challenging. And again, with defining my expectations, I'm actually pretty clear that I like to meet for a vanilla interaction and see if there's chemistry. So there was clearly from my perspective, not chemistry because it was difficult to even carry on a conversation. And so it it wasn't a lengthy meeting and it was like, well, I need to get back to my kiddos sporting events. So it was nice meeting you. And he said, oh, okay, I'll walk out with you. And as I'm walking out, he said, so, you know, what happens next to you? You want to go to my car and like make out or give me a blowjob? 
It's like, wow, dude. Again, expectations defined. You just left the expectation pool. You are now out of the gene pool. Nice guy. Bye-bye. Yeah, so defining expectations, messaging, trying to keep yourself vaguely anonymous. I think it's kind of a process of like profile, meet, learn, repeat. So those are probably like the high points of the not so great challenges that I've gotten out of. Sorry, I'm pulling up my computer while I talk to you because I make notes, believe it or not. As much as I go sideways five to 10 times in, you know, five to 10 minutes, I actually have notes. So we'll see if I missed anything. Uh, Yeah, that man. Define your expectations. Oh, and stick to your guns. Because, again, you know, like cameras and video. You don't want to fuck that shit up repeatedly. We should have something fun to talk about. Okay, on the subject of just entertaining funny. And as we're talking about the uh, the mishaps. So the first gentleman who did not show up to our initial meeting, and this is where I go back to stick to your guns, learn, and repeat the good stuff. This was not the good stuff. And this is yet another learn. So gentleman didn't show up. At the time, my husband actually was texting people. So he had texted him, where are you at? didn't show up. I'm chit-chatting on kick with this other gentleman. Turns out that, you know, so we kind of wrote off the one that didn't show up and didn't really respond to anything. We're going to give him a nice neutral name like Bob. And the reason we're doing that is my husband has a business. And so he has multiple people in his phone. In this case, let's say he had multiple people named Bob. So a month later or something, he's just jetting around, doing business, getting things done. And he says, Siri, call Bob, calls Bob, goes to Bob's voicemail. And he's, you know, doing 20 different things. So he leaves Bob a message and just to say, Bob, give me a call back. I need to talk about something. Click. And as soon as he hangs up, he's like, fuck, I don't think that was the Bob I intended to be calling. And so a few days later, the Bob he did not intend to be calling texts him and says, Hey man, I'm really sorry. I I should have let you know. I just wasn't ready, whatever. And so we decided to give Bob a second chance and we happen to be out and we're like, okay, cool. Hey Bob, we'll be, we'll be at this place if you want to come meet us. And he was acted like he was very interested, but it was like later and later and later. And, and we were out enjoying our time regardless, but he just, you know, in the end, he was there like an hour later. And by then I'd had a few drinks and I was like, well, he meets the expectations mostly. And this was early on when we hadn't played with a lot of people. And so my husband's like, ah, oh, you want to play? And so we went up to the room and he didn't have a condom and he this and that. And we played a little bit and it was just kind of awkward and long and short um, sent him on his way. Didn't play. Nowadays, uh, I had a girlfriend that picked on me. My very good friend. Someday we'll hear from her probably in the next month. So she said, carry your own damn condoms. And I was like, good point. It was kind of okay because again, it was an awkward meeting. And it's like when people talk about exes or exes for a reason, he probably should not have been given a second chance for a reason. 
And the worst part about that is it's really hard for me when I have played with someone and then I've lost interest and they want to play again. So this gentleman, almost two years later, still pops up every month or two. Hey, hey, hey. And it just is very difficult (laughs) to get through that just not interested. So, yeah. Oh, man, it's all these boring, non-fun things today. Let's see what fun stuff we can talk about. Um, Let's talk about the million dollar blowjob. It's not really true, but this is how we're going to end. I mean, it is true. It's totally true, but it's um, a little blown out of proportion. So you've got the basic gist of the process. Find a site if if you haven't even made it to this point. Um, I know some of the friends if, that have emailed me have asked about how we started. And particularly, I think if there's a male and female, that you kind of can look at what might be comfortable for, or partners even, for both partners. So for us, the way we started was utilizing a website. Uh, we created a profile. We weeded out some people. We met them in a non-threatening situation, usually under a relatively anonymous anonymous, um, situation. And then we go from there. So for a fun little ending jaunt, we had one of our first friends, and this is when we started the camera situation and Also, when I learned to improve upon the camera situation, because this was an early on friend, my husband was fond of him and was comfortable with me playing with him and that it was a a fair relationship, we'll call it. And so my husband was like, you should have him come get you at lunch and bring him home for a lunchtime blowjob. Cool beans. So he was kind enough to bring me a tea and I was kind enough to give him a blowjob. This was the first time we tried out video. So my husband had set up the iPad on a tripod and it was there and ready to go. And so my friend came and got me from work and brought me back to my house, which he's been at before. And we went into the bedroom and here's this iPad on a tripod, hit record, which is nice. And I will tell you as a side note that... Still not my preference to have a tripod and all that goodness sitting in the room. So I have adjusted to where I stick my phone on the wall and hit record. Note, if you do that, if someone does call you, it will stop your recording. So if your phone rings, make sure you tell your recording to start going again. Anyway, came in. Um, We both knew what the intent was there. And so he is also not an exhibitionist which made for a challenging adventure because I think it was interrupting his process as much as someone holding a camera on my face would interrupt my process, but had a good time trying to make him come with a blowjob, getting him naked, which was pretty funny because I was wearing a long sundress. So I am fully clothed because that was the deal. My husband's request was blowjob, I wasn't getting anything out of it other than the enjoyment of blowjob, which is, yeah, anyway. So my friend was laying down and I was going down on him and he was standing up and I was going down on him and half an hour later, he was not coming. And I was like, huh, 
this is frustrating to me. And he was like, oh, let's try a little bit longer. And I think, you know, he was trying to give me what I was wanting, but it wasn't happening. But he did get like a 45 minute blowjob. So number one, I gave a 45 minute blowjob, which I think is pretty darn impressive. But number two, this gentleman also owns his own business. And I don't remember the exact numbers, but I like to just say it was a million dollar blowjob because it was like an hour later and he sent me a text and was like, well, I did close a really big deal. So even if I didn't get to finish, you know, you did accomplish something. Apparently you put me in the right frame of mind for that. So that leads to my million dollar blowjob. So if you ever hear me refer to it, you can laugh hysterically at me and say, yeah, yeah, I could care less about the million dollar part. I'm more impressed by the 45 minutes. I don't know. It was... It was fun. It was good times. And the person is someone that, you know, is always near and dear to us. And we're always happy to hear from and hear good things about. With all that said, I have babbled on for, gosh, almost a half an hour, which is pretty impressive for me. I hope you heard something of entertaining value. And I am off to party in the desert, which is good because I have not gotten to play as much as I would like referenced in the beginning and my kind of bitterness about being too busy to do anything fun, whether it be podcasts or play. I've gotten to play a little bit, but not as much as I'd like to. And other than, you know, not liking to be dirty, I'm excited to go where I can run around topless and meet new friends and maybe enjoy a little bit of adult time. So hopefully you'll have some good stories out of that. Um, But otherwise, until then.